0: Hey everybody, Blake with Marvel.com here. We have another special guest on the show today. It's uh, Lola Kirk from the show Mozart in the Jungle that season three premieres on Amazon Prime December 9th. Uh, we talk about the show, we talk about her wanting to be play a superhero, uh, and many more things, so stay tuned. My first question is, I mean, you've had, you know, obviously Malcolm and Bernadette on the show, and now Monica's. On the show, like it's crazy the the star power that keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. What's it like for you to work with these type of people?
1: Oh my god! Um, do I have to speak into this?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, what's it like for me to work with Malcolm and Monica and Bernadette and Gael and so on and so forth? I, I, it's just weird because I never thought that it would happen, mm-hmm. and it's such a like random uh, like group of talented individuals. Like you never would really have put them together in the same unit prior to this show. So it just like remains weird and surreal. <laughs> um but I also feel uh so nurtured and supported and encouraged by them. So it's really special as well.
0: It's great too watching the show, like the the dynamic, like there's not really one central star kind of like everybody's got to even except for me though that's not true
1: (laughs) (laughs) i know
0: (laughs) uh sorry what i mean yeah it's like everybody kind of has you know their little space in the thing it's got to be great to be a part of that kind of kind of world and team
1: yeah definitely it's amazing to be on the same team as those people as well
0: Mm -hmm. and then so uh, the other thing that i find great is that like you guys play the instruments so well too like you see a lot of shows where you can't you know I mean I know but you know what I mean like it looks like you play it well and I've seen a lot of (laughs) stuff where you can kind of tell they're not they don't go out of their way to do that
1: yeah
0: I'm sure you've gotten this question a hundred times before but like how much effort do you put into making that happen
1: um well I I had the first season I had like I think like an abnormal amount of oboe lessons. Like it was like <laughs> as integral to like me showing up on set was like me doing oboe lessons. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if production like noticed that I was still doing them after a certain <laughs> point. Like I was just like doing oboe lessons all the time. Um, so I think that that set me up with like a really good foundation to move on and, and kind of like look like I'm playing the oboe in seasons that we did after that. Um, so, but I mean, it's funny I've, now that we've shot in Mexico and that we've shot In Italy, I have this like international troupe of oboe teachers (laughs) um, that I've like come across. And um, it's been cool to see how this instrument that I'd honestly not heard of before we made the show um, is so beloved by so many different people and means something so personal to them um, and like and different from each other in all of these different places.
0: Are you getting like musicians coming up to you on the street? And...
1: Um, it's more like honestly, the place I was met recognized most was at uh, uh, the Hollywood Bowl when I went to go see Dude Malconda. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so there, I there's definitely like a demographic of, of classic classical musicians, and and I do get even from oboe players, which is the highest compliment, like the question of like, do you play the oboe? Um, but I, no one really notices this except me and like my oboe teacher, who the most brutally honest oboe teacher that I have. The group, who's always like, "Your pinky is double jointed and <laughs> looks horrible. Like, please stop doing that with your hand." Um, and it's even on the poster right now. I can see my <laughs> double jointed pinky, uh, <laughs> like doing an incorrect thing mm-hmm. on the oboe. So, so yeah.
0: And the. Anyway. You've probably been asked this a hundred times as well, but it's just given you more of a love for the genre of music.
1: Definitely, it's given me more of a love and it's also just humbled me with the like fact that I know literally nothing about. Like (laughs) I've only scratched like the surface of the surface of what it is to understand classical music. Mm -hmm. It's very daunting. Are you a classical music lover?
0: No, the show has helped me enjoy it more as well. I guess, I think
1: that that's what's really cool about the show for people that are audience, for the audience as well, um, is like uh, just like a similar, an entry point into uh, like an art form that I think has been relegated to uh, like elite or old people Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and making it like cool again. Because I mean, this tradition of classical music, I guess, I mean, try as uh you know the board might as we see on the show um it isn't going anywhere um i i I hope it's not going anywhere
0: and the the other thing I love about the show is too it's like it's not really comedy, it's not really a drama, it just kind of just again has its own space. Can you talk any a little about that
1: yeah, totally. I just watched the the first three episodes of season three last night and i and I was having a similar thing where I was like. I was watching it with my partner, and we were both laughing at different things. <laughs> like, and I was like, "Oh, you didn't think that that adorable thing I just did was hilarious?" <laughs> and he, but he does think like Malcolm's hilarious, or or whatever. We were, but like, I think that the show is so character based that like it's like what characters you're drawn to uh, say funny things, and then I think that the drama of the show lies in like like ultimately. I, yes, there is the romance between various characters in the show. But the, the romance between the romantic relationship between the characters and the music, the thing that they love so much, um, and that is really moving to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like in particular, the uh, the fight between the union and the and the board, um, I think, couldn't be more apt right now at a moment where unions are being threatened uh, and. Uh, I mean the arts are always at risk right? mm-hmm. it's the first thing to go in public education um and I'm so happy that the show is exploring like just how um uh, I don't know tenuous that relationship between like art and commerce and art and 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 society is um and I don't know how I uh, oh I, and so so I guess the dramatic aspect of the show could lie and like this is a real thing mm-hmm. this is not <laughs> um. These issues are real. Music is real to people. We we need we need music. We need art. Otherwise, we'd all just be, you know, I don't I don't even know what we'd be doing without these things.
0: And all right, this is going to s- seem like a dumb question, but it can get really dark and deep mm-hmm. or it can be dumb. Either way. But Your it, question? It, yes. Okay, okay. If your character had a superpower, yeah. What would it be and why?
1: Oh my god, if my character had a superpower, what would it be and why?
0: It could be something to help like a personality growth or even something like flying yeah. we get a lot
1: i mean i think it would be to uh to make music come out of to anything to make everything sing or play or do i don't know to make everything musical
0: that's interesting so like you but point not like at- a
1: musical on Broadway <laughs> i really don't like musicals except for certain musicals <laughs> um but yes yeah she could like point and like, I, I don't know, and I think that, that that is a superpower that we kind of see uh, Rodrigo has in a way. Like he can mm. kind of listen and hear the symphony of the city. Um, and I think it would be, my my character would have like a, it would be a similar superpower, but it would be um, a little bit more honed than his.
0: <laughs> That's a great answer.
1: Thank like you. That.
0: Um, and you mentioned before we were rolling, you wanted you wanted to play a superhero.
1: Yeah. T- what- but I don't know. But you have to. You did you figure out which superhero? God,
0: you put me on the spot. I don't know. Come on, Blake. You said you just need like you just want to wear a costume. No, That's I don't big... just
1: want to wear a costume. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I want to be a superhero because I think that human be all human beings are superheroes in their own in their own right, and I would love to like be to make manifest in some supernatural way uh, uh, the powers that I think human beings have, um, and. And also, I don't know. I mean, I think that hmm, it's a really interesting, The right now, I, I think that there's been so many moments like in the past couple of weeks uh, where some kind of superhero would be really, really great. That's true. Like the superhero that's gonna like overthrow the electoral college <laughs> and like make the popular vote like real, or just like those kinds of miracles, right? That I think uh, superheroes are born out of mm-hmm. this kind of like, uh, narrative that like the world is falling but oh wait someone is going to fix it don't worry and i don't mean to say that that someone should be me because i really don't think it should <laughs> but um i do think that there's a necessity for that kind of magical thinking always um and i and, I, and maybe if we all magical magical think a little bit more uh you know that type of thing will happen
0: well it's funny you mentioned what you talked about a little earlier is like it kind of this show it's almost, I guess, kind of cheesy, but super in a way. The fact that it brings awareness to things that people kind of take for granted, too, mm, with like like yeah. the children's, uh, building the children's thing that you mentioned, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a pretty great thing, too. Like they need more of that in the world, given money to children's.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, arts funding in general is pretty non existent mm-hmm. in this country. Um, and I think you know, all of the positive change that we want to see as a country, as a group of people, as a Democrat or a Republican or whatever it is, um, begins with education. And when we have bad public education, we are setting ourselves up for a pretty wretched future. And I think that um, giving kids or people avenues for expression is is vital. And I'm s- like, and and I think, You know whether or not if as a kid you stick with the violin that you learned like doesn't matter it's that i think that you have a an outlet of communication i mean that's all art is right it's Mm -hmm. communication um so i don't know having communication be something that kids have access to is, is really important and i think it's cool that the show is exploring the all the different areas that classical music is important
0: and what, what do you want to tease for, for the new season? I mean, for me watching it, it was just so easy to string. Like, it was just so seamless and great and just fun and thoughtful. And Oh, yeah.
1: Know. I think that it is uh, fun and thoughtful this season. And, like, I think that those are really good adjectives to describe it. Um, and I, I, I guess, what do I want to tease for the new season? I don't know. Just watch it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I like it.
0: And finally, uh, you're on Twitter, I believe. I am,
1: and I just, just got an Instagram.
0: And you, and can you tell fans if they want to learn oh, yeah. more or follow?
1: Oh, is this going to be like a, put this interview? You're not typing this?
0: We can type it.
1: This is just going to go like a. you can click and listen to this?
0: Either one, whatever. <laughs> that was the plan, but we can't. Know.
1: I was wondering why you had such a fancy recording setup. <laughs> Fuck. It's not that fancy. Um, sorry, are you going to bleep, bleep me out? <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. we had we, yeah. Bleep me
1: Yeah. Just edit me. Um, <laughs> it's uh, Just follow me at Lola Kirk. And that's what I am on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm very confused by both Twitter and Instagram, but one day I'll understand it. Maybe.
0: And then the show, season three, is December 6th. Oh, yeah.
1: Season three, Mozart in the Jungle, I think comes out on December
0: 9th. 9th.
1: December 9th.
0: I was off. Okay, good. Yeah, pro- I guess so.
1: Well, thanks so much. It
0: was an honor to have you by. The show is fantastic. It was a pleasure.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Blake.
0: All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks to Lola for her time. Um, Watch the third season of Mozart in the Jungle on Amazon Prime, December 9th. And this is Marvel, your universe.